The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is August 15, 2017. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. As always, my co-host, Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired. Good morning, sir, and happy birthday. <laughs> Gary, happy birthday. thank you very much. And as always, it's great to be with you. The birthday was a working birthday. All right. A little celebration and a lot of work. All right. Well, hey, you work every day. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. You know, last week we had a very good show on. We had uh, Kel Sale, uh, John Kelsale, co-founder of the Jonas Project. The Jonas Project works with veteran entrepreneurs on their quest to become tomorrow's high-impact business leaders. Once accepted into the Jonas Program, the veterans are provided with a number of crucial resources for their first two years of their business launch. They have assembled a powerful team of mentors, business leaders, marketing uh, innovators, and successful veteran entrepreneurs that serve as a support backbone for their veterans' programs. If you're serious about starting your own business, you can't afford to miss their show. You can listen to the archive show on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Now, Bill, you always have some good news for us. Um, now, you have something that, uh, about Europe offering service members, uh, separating service members' jobs. Is that correct? Absolutely, Gary. Uh, it, there's a European program now that's offering separating service members' uh, jobs with the uh, U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. And these are individuals primarily who are stationed uh, in, uh, in, in Europe. And um, it, there's a training program that they can uh, participate in uh, prior to leaving. And, you know, previously, Gary, this program was only available in the United States, the pilot program offered by the VA and the Soldiers for Life office allows service members across Europe to train for jobs as either service representatives or as disability raiders uh, in the VA. Now, Gary, upon completion of the training, these new employees will be placed in one of 56 regional veteran service center centers in the United States at either a GS-7 uh, grade level or a GS-9, with uh-huh. annual salaries starting at 35000 plus and 43000 plus at the GS-9 level. 
and these employers will primarily process and issue rulings on veterans' disability claims. It's an outstanding way to uh, start uh, after serving in uniform. You get to continue to serve uh, our veterans who've served this country. So that is really good news, Gary. Yeah, definitely, Uh, especially they become advocates. As Without a doubt, and well, who better than to do that than those who have served? Not to say that folks who have not served, but it's a smooth transition for these individuals. All right, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Also, uh, uh, how they come in with the with the choice program? Well, there's good news on that front. Uh, also, Gary, on this past Saturday. President of the United States signed a $3.9 billion funding deal for the Department of Veterans Affairs that will shore up the nearly bankrupt Veterans Choice Program and allow the VA to open 28 new clinics and implement new hiring programs. Uh, this was outstanding. It's when that, The breakdown for that $3.9 uh, billion is that $2.1 billion will go directly to the CHOICE program, which allows veterans to seek care outside of the VA, and it will also invest $1.8 billion in hiring health care providers and leasing new clinics. Uh, uh, you know, this was a real concern as to whether or not this program was going to uh, be uh, funded again for all of those individuals so they don't have these long waits and being able to get to see a, uh, a physician. And uh, so we're in good shape, and uh, that's going to be good news to all of our veterans. Oh, yeah, there's so many that are, you know, a long ways from from uh, VA to use their doctors. And, uh, uh, in fact, I'm under the uh, CHOICE program myself, and I know it works. You just have to make sure you follow per procedure. Otherwise, yeah. it's not going to work. You have to be signed up with the VA for number one, the number one concern. Sign up for the VA. You just can't take your card that you're going to get the card. Um, no matter what, you're a veteran, you're going to get that card. But sign up with the VA. That's the only way you're going to be able to work with a, a manager in order to set yourself up with a community doctor. Yeah, Gary, and it, it will relieve a lot of frustration that our men and women who serve this country uh, to help them move on with uh, uh, you know, their lives after serving. Frustration is something that they don't need. And I suspect we're going to hear some things about frustrations today uh, with our, our guests. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that reminds me, let's get on with the show. Why don't well, you go Gary, ahead and introduce our guest? Gary, we are extremely honored today to have two fine individuals uh, on the show today. We've got Kim Clark. Kim is the vice president of the Starfish Fish Foundation, and we all ha- also have Patricia Classen, who's the founder of Healing Warrior Hearts. We welcome them, and Gary, I think it would be nice if they tell us uh, each about their background, how they got started uh, with these programs. Sure. Why don't we start with Kim? 
Well, good morning or good afternoon, whichever the time <laughs> may be. Um, I'm I'm very very glad to be able to share some of what I've been doing. Um, you asked specifically um, how I came to Healing Warrior Hearts, I believe, and I can share that I was in the Marine Corps from 1989 to 1992, and I had a traumatic event take place and kind of have been, I would say, walking wounded for 25 years, 26 years, and um, by chance something came up on a Facebook post about Healing Warrior Hearts, and um, I was ready to do some work to heal, and I, I went to the registration on the website and showed up for a weekend retreat, and it pretty much uh, opened up my heart and my mind, and I learned a lot about the importance of being, um, putting, putting, being able to look at the ugly and put it into perspective and, and kind of move through it. The only way I can get, get through to a healthier place was to go through it. So I can't, I can't blow it off anymore. I can't withdraw or, or um, do any of the unhealthy things that I was doing in order not to feel that trauma. So I, I found an amazing woman who's been giving her heart to veterans for quite some time. And if I could, I would, I would, I would refer to Patricia Clayson because she's kind of like my, my, my guru or my wizard. Yeah. So I had Patricia. All right. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. So my background that. is that I grew up with a sergeant major, U.S. Army medic, uh, and so. <laughs> I was connected to the military from the time I was a very tiny little girl. Uh, In 1983, I co-founded a program with a Vietnam veteran, and the program was called the Bamboo Bridge. And the purpose of the program was to welcome home the Vietnam veterans who never really got a welcome home and to also honor their experiences and the pain and the sufferings that they had emotionally during their service. Uh, That program has evolved over the years into what is now known as Healing Warrior Hearts, which welcomes all veterans of all eras and uh, helps them to do their healing work. And it's a, a deep honor to be able to do this service for veterans and to watch their lives transform when they are finally able to release the emotions that have been pent up for many years. All right. Well, what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And then when we come back, we'll get into more detail about your programs. Okay? Great. Thank you. You're you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. And we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Kim, from the Starfish Foundation and Patricia uh, with the Healing Warriors Hearts. Now, Kim, how did how did uh, what was the deciding factor for starting something like the Starfish Foundation? Um, well, uh, Patricia had an idea about how to, to deal to help veterans deal with trauma, um, and the Starfish Foundation began in 1993, and it was in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, several uh, things occurred, of which happened before me. I'm not sure what they are, but they um, started to um, started over again in uh, Milwaukee. And um, the the need to have the funds so that these veterans can attend these retreats for free. There's no charge. We, we firmly believe that every single one has paid the price. Um, so it uh, we put together. Um, fundraising uh, occasions so we can go out into the community and try to outreach to get more people to come to the retreats um, to to get money so that we can continue the retreats. Um, there's no staffing fees whatsoever. Patricia does what she does from a labor of love, and um, uh, everybody that's there is either a community member who may or may not be civilian, and then we have uh, former participants that have gone through the retreats and um, they like to come back and and to staff, to assist the staff. And basically that we sit around and it's all very structured and, and makes a lot of sense the way that the, the weekend progresses. But it's, it's a loving, non-judgmental environment where uh, everyone is there. Um, there's no... No judgment. Um, there's no politics. There's no religion. There's nothing that is not from. There's nothing that isn't 
heart-related. That's all head stuff. This is all heart-related stuff. And when people ask me, well, how is that different from a VA program or this program or that program? And from from my experience, going to this retreat, this was about the sickness or the sick in my heart or the, the pain and the hurt in my heart. And I feel like the VA and other, some other modalities focus more on um, what's in your head. And to me, the, to be able to get a, an educational piece where I, they'll tell you, Patricia will tell you with drawings even, great drawings I might add, that exactly what happens to your brain when you're, there's trauma and how to, how to make uh, how to understand what happened, how to understand how it affects the faculties, how to, how to you know, what's going on. Because a lot of people say, oh, yeah, you have PTSD, but they don't really say, okay, this is a trauma to your brain, and it's going to affect your memory. It's going to affect your, all the different aspects of continuing being able to be happy, being able to have relationships, not withdrawing from people, um, just all the things that you do as as someone with post-traumatic stress disorder. And, again, I don't know if everybody knows, it's not always combat-related. In my case, it was military sexual trauma. Um, It's still happening. I won't get into that because that can go on for another hour or two. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I I did it because, I, like I said, it suffered for, for long enough had strained relationship with my family, specifically my husband, because of the, um, the type of trauma. And then um, I had two daughters that I was raising, and I, I had a hard time trusting myself. I had a hard time um, trusting uh, people, period. And so there wasn't a really good um, connection. And I felt lonely, and I felt like, okay, I need to do something to heal myself. I went to the weekend, um, I got to tell you, all the all the judgments and preconceived notions and ideas that I had about the world prior to that kind of got flipped when I left. I can remember this is my story. I can remember driving home and I was I stopped at a gas station in a, in the city where I'm from, and there was a a, a residence with um, there was there were sex offenders um, in a community uh, based residential facility. And I knew that they were there, and I sat there, and I looked at them, and I was able to see them as children. I was able to see them as, as little boys and not as mean, hateful, hurtful people. And so that was a big deal for me to, to not have that hatred for someone who, who, you know, they didn't do me any harm, but I had that same... Um, feeling towards them for so much of my life, but then to be able to look at them and say, you know, those are little, those are little boys and somebody hurt them and now they're hurting people or, or, you know what I mean? I'm trying, I'm getting emotional because I'm, I'm in it, but I'm feeling like it made such a profound difference in my ability to love. And that's what I want to do. I don't want to hate anymore. I don't want to hurt anymore. And I want to help other people. So that's that's where my heart is, and I I want to do anything I can going forward to share that knowledge with other veterans who are hurting. So that's my story. <laughs> You're a very strong young lady. <laughs> Thank very you. Strong. Very strong. Thank you. And Bill. Well, <clears throat> at, at Gary and to uh, Kim and. And Patricia, your startup time in 1993, uh, you were at that point in history where we uh, 
uh, nearing uh, or finished with the uh, Gulf War, and there's a tremendous amount of uh, Vietnam veterans such as uh, myself who are out there on the market looking for help and assistance. And, you know, what I've heard so far and, uh, and, and, and what I know from my own experience, that when we return to home and community, uh, you know, we, we suffer from all kinds of things, and we're seen uh, uh, as being the recipients of uh, visible uh, injuries and conditions, and those conditions that uh, are not visible, not uh, seen. And uh, I, I think with the sexual trauma is one of those that are, are unseen, that if you don't talk about it, you, 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 you don't hear about it. Uh, I, I am really concerned, and I'd like for you just to talk a little bit more about that, because many of our women who've served this great country are not forthcoming uh, with their experiences to getting help. And it's having a tremendous uh, uh, impact because of the suicide rates among women who have served the country, which is about six times higher than their counterparts uh, in the general population of our country. So we've, we've got to talk about that a little bit more because that is just an astounding rate of, uh, of suicides among our women who served this country. Would you agree? Um, absolutely, I would agree. Um, I've, I've had occasion uh, over the last three years to staff on our military sexual trauma healing warrior heart weekends, and we have no shortage of women and sometimes men that are coming in, and the, the, the discharge on the, the narrative on the DD-214 is similar. Um, there, there's it, the stories are the same. Like I said before, it's still happening. Um, the, the most alarming thing for me is, that, and I think you have people who have trauma, um, they get jaded, they don't want help, or they don't ask for help, or they don't want to play the VA game to get that help. So they will go out with an undiagnosed or untreated mental health issue, um, no, no, no way to keep a job, no means to have um, cash. They've kind of probably, I'm, I'm assuming, I, I know enough about domestic violence uh, that they're estranged from their family and they're kind of blowing in the wind. So I think if they don't have a healthy, you know, a healthy outlet through therapy or something, they don't have a job, they don't have a home or family love support, maybe no spiritual health or anything like that. So they don't have the job, they're homeless. So we got the people that are homeless, and that, to me, that would be kind of like my last, um, that would be my last, that would be my bottom. That would be where I would be, um, okay, I need to do something, and I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm be prone to using drugs, alcohol, and all of the social ills that, that can, you know, kind of finalize somebody's descent in this world. And I think if I, if I was... If I was not married and not supported by my husband financially or emotionally or in any regard and I didn't get seek help, 
um, my children and I could simply be on the road. Um, I I never earned more than four thousand dollars in any in any one year after I got out because I was unable to keep a job with the anxiety and the depression and and so I I know how easy it is to be become homeless. Although that's never been me, but I see if it's four thousand dollars a year with two kids, how are you how are you going to make it in the world? So yeah. there needs to be a heck of a lot more. Outreach for the 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 women, the men, uh, PTSD from combat, from whatever there is. I mean, a lot has been done since I got out in '92, and I'm glad to see it in that regard. But I'm so sad that we still need to have we still need to come up with all these options. Well, I you know, the family the family component, as you've just mentioned, is so important because in a lot of these. Uh, uh, instances uh, the, the family was in place before they went away to serve the country. They were living produ- productive lives, running the family, the family set up, sending the kids to school, and to come back after this service now, where uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, what they've been exposed to in combat conditions and even in non-combat conditions, that now. It it, it 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 creates a fracturing effect upon the the family unit, which impacts uh, the the children in the family. So again, that is so important that I think we need to stress this. And if there, there are folks that are out there in our listening community to hear your stories and what you're doing and helping to get them to think about that more seriously, to come in and get help and assistance. I think that. This is Patricia. I think that one of the things that sometimes gets in the way, um, particularly with military sexual trauma, is uh, it's a sensitive subject on so many different levels. And what's unique about the programs that we offer is that the participants bring in that issue. The staff have also had that issue, whether as civilians or military. And so there's a safety, an emotional safety that gets created that is very different than the traditional group therapy or uh, the, the, the emotional safety level of uh, a PTSD group, for example. Um, so not to say that those things are, uh, don't work because all the pieces are important and we honor and respect that. And we offer a different peer level interaction um, and a different level of emotional safety that allows people to begin to let go. And sometimes just knowing that someone understands at, at some emotional level is enough for someone to finally let go and say, you get it. Um, we, we hear from veterans many times, you, you weren't there so you don't know. And so by having in our groups people who were there, it makes a big difference. It sure does. It sure does. Well, what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guests, Kim and Patricia. Uh, Patricia, why don't you tell us a little bit about how does one get involved? I mean, is there certain certain information you need from them to become a um, participant? Um, actually, it's pretty simple. They can go to registration.healingwarriorhearts.org and fill out a registration form. Uh, we don't require copies of the DD-214. Uh, we don't require a certain discharge status. If they served, then they are welcome to participate in the program. Uh, it's not combat only, so any veteran who served anywhere, stateside or anywhere around the globe, is welcome to participate. Once a person fills out a registration form, we have one of our staff who will contact them and talk with them about um, how they're, um, what, what it is that they want to work on and um, where they're coming from. People can come from all over the country. Uh, we are a small nonprofit, so we cannot afford to pay people's airfares to get here. Uh, we encourage them to reach out to local veterans organizations with, for support for that if they need it. Um, for example, there's an organization in Michigan called Women Serving Women Vets who is actually organizing transportation for multiple women to come from the Detroit area to Milwaukee uh, for the next Military Sexual Trauma Weekend in September. So if they can get here to either to Milwaukee or to Houston, uh, we will take care of them. They'll have lodging while they're here. They'll have meals while they're here. We'll make sure they have transportation to and from airport if that's needed. 
Um, so we take very good care of them. Some of them have a little difficulty receiving all that love and support because um, <laughs> they're not quite used to it. They think they need to fend for themselves. Um, but we, we will offer all of that support to them. So there's no cost for the weekend. Um, when they register, they, we just simply send them um, some paperwork that they need to complete that gives us some background, some medical information that's kept confidential just so that we know if there's any special requirements that we need to be aware of. Um, so that's how they, they participate. Uh, we've had people come from all over the globe. That's fantastic. You, you offer this in two locations, correct? Yes. Okay, Milwaukee and Houston? Yes, in both cities, Milwaukee and Houston. Uh, in Houston, uh, Texas for Heroes is the nonprofit that supports the Healing Warrior Hearts program. All right. All right. Now, how long are these, um, uh, I guess, the re- more or less? Yeah, the retreat what? itself is, uh, starts at 7 o'clock on Friday night and goes through to a graduation ceremony at 5 o'clock on Sunday. So they, of course, go home to go to sleep or go to the hotel or wherever uh, to go to sleep for the evening. We have occasionally offered the program as a complete residential retreat where everything is on one site. Um, And in Milwaukee, we offer the program at the Center for Creative Learning, and we utilize a hotel that's very nearby for those who come from out of state in order to have lodging. Okay. Now, as far as uh, the, the classes are given by you and Kim? Um, Kim is a staff member for the program. I am one of the facilitators, the lead facilitator. I have a co-instructor named John Christensen, who's a Vietnam vet. I have a co-instructor in Houston, Chris Mallory, who's a retired Air Force fighter pilot. Uh, and so there's always, um, or almost always, a, both a civilian and a veteran facilitator. They're, all of our programs are team-led. Um, and part of the reason we have both civilian and veteran facilitators and staff is because we believe that being welcomed home to community and being respected by community is one of the things that makes this program work and have some of the power that it does in terms of people feeling accepted and heard and supported. Now, both of you accept um, um, donations? Um, The Starfish Foundation and Texas for Heroes both accept uh, donations to help pay for the program, yes. So they can go to either website, texasforheroes.org, or healingwarriorhearts.org. Well, there's a big badge on the Healing Warrior Hearts page where they can make a donation. That's great. Bill? Well, Kim and Patricia, uh, give our listening audience a uh, bird's-eye view of what this program is, what it entails. Sort of a bird's-eye view. How does the uh, participants act, react, uh, just... You know, what it's all about, what happens in that, uh, in that weekend? Well, on Friday night of the weekend, it's all about getting to know each other and creating a sense of emotional safety. And we do that in a way that allows people to know that people in the room have each had their own form of trauma, and there's a commonality that exists w- with everyone in the room without having to go deeply into story on Friday night. And then we also look at um, what they want to let go of. Um, They listen to some music and they have an opportunity to do a drawing 
uh, creating an image that represents what they wanted to let go of, and it's usually some form of pain or experience that they say they want to let go of. Um, and then we start getting a little bit closer and talk about actually sharing hugs and making connections with other people because one of the things that we know is that people who have experienced trauma tend to lose their joy. And so we work on gradually connecting and uh, creating a sense of celebration and uh, aliveness with each other. On Saturday, when people come back, they begin to look at their wounded heart. They actually do a drawing of a wounded heart that represents in their own way um, the pain that they've experienced. And then the whole day Saturday is about people having an opportunity to, to talk about that wounded heart and the circumstances around that wound and the pain and emotion around that wound. And some people do very, very deep emotional work. Some people do a lighter level of emotional work. Everybody tells the story at the level that they're ready to tell their story, and it's witnessed by a person we call the guide. Every participant has a staff member who is their personal guide, who supports them throughout the weekend, helps them with anything that they need, and actually records their story. Um, And just so that doesn't scare anyone, that recorded story, which is written down as a person is telling their story, actually is burned in a releasing ceremony at the end of Saturday, um, where the guide says, I have witnessed and written your story, and that you don't have to carry it alone, and then together that's burned along with the pictures of what they wanted to let go of, and the picture of the wounded heart. And this Um, We hear from the the participants that this is an extremely powerful moment for them because they, for the first time, many of them have a sense of not having to carry that anymore. Uh, And we've had people come back and say, Vietnam veterans who say, this is the first time I've slept through the night in 40 years. Uh, um, And with other vets as well who say, you know, I feel more peaceful than I've ever felt before. Um, So there's a a sense of release and openness. And then we spend Sunday filling up that empty space with love and support by creating a picture of a whole heart, a healing heart, uh, and doing some work around that picture. And then um, each participant also uh, creates a, a wooden box shaped like a heart that they decorate and inside that box they put some of the ash from the burning ceremony they they um, put some other things into that box to represent uh, a new life and a new perspective and they can seal it if they want to um, and that creates sort of like this holding place for all that they've let go of and and also a holding for the future that they're choosing a, a more positive constructive um, future uh, and so there's multiple other activities on Sunday that are around creating this future. We spend about an hour and a half with them reviewing something called the Emotional Wellbeing Toolkit, which gives them a chance to see what are some of the things that they could be doing to continue this healing work. And then together with their guides, they create some goals for how they're going to integrate those actions into their daily lives. Um, And we close our weekend with a graduation ceremony. The public, people will come from the community to welcome welcome the vets home and thank them for their service and honor the work that they've done. Uh, They get a lot of gifts. 
They get a backpack full of all kinds of wonderful things from um, books that they might want to read to CDs of quiet, peaceful music called Liquid Mind um, to give them something to fall asleep to at night. Uh, And then we close with a flag ceremony where we write letters to, um, we call it Letters to All Warriors, And so someone can write a letter to someone they served with who was missing in action or killed in action or a a letter to all military in gratitude for their service. Everybody writes whatever their heart needs to say, and we put all those letters into a flag, fold that flag, um, and um, play taps in honor of all who have fallen in service and all who have served and since passed, um, and also to the future of all who will serve. It's a very powerful ceremony. Most people have tears in their eyes by the time it's done. Um, and then once a year we do a pilgrimage down to the Middle East Memorial Wall in Marseilles, Illinois, where all of those letters are placed at that wall, similar to the way they're placed at the Vietnam Wall in Washington, D.C., and put in the National Archives. Our letters are in the archives at the Middle East Memorial Wall. So it sounds as if that this is an excellent opportunity where veterans are helping other veterans through uh, these uh, experiences that they've had, And in addition to that, that you are creating ambassadors that can go out, sell the program, and uh, uh, maybe uh, uh, refer others to come in and go through the same experience. Absolutely. That's part of our goal is to get as many veterans through the program as we can because we realize there are tens of thousands of veterans who could use this kind of healing work. So um, the other wonderful thing about it is that veterans who have done the program can come back and staff a program and be a guide for another vet and through that um, feel a sense of mission and focus for how they're going to help their fellow veterans. And many of our vets have also gone on to create other programs. It was a vet coming through the program um, when it was offered in Maryland a vet from Texas, Sam Luna, a decorated Vietnam vet, who did the program and was so powerfully um, moved by what he experienced that he went back to Texas and started doing the program, coordinating the program there, started a nonprofit, and he's been doing it ever since, and it's been like nine years now. Well, great. Where in Maryland was that program offered? I'm based in Maryland. Oh, well, it's not offered there anymore. The people have moved, but it was at a retreat center called Gaia. Okay, all right. I wish I could tell you it would be there, Bill. All right. Um, This is Kim. May I add something? Um, When Patricia was was talking about um, the bird's eye view of the weekend, from from my experience, um, when I went through the weekend, Everything was impactful um, because I was around people for the first time in a long time. And um, what really struck out or stuck out to me as she was speaking was the importance of that flag ceremony at the end. Um, I, I left with my tail between my legs, literally and figuratively, and I um, was not proud of my service. I didn't tell people. I, I didn't, want, didn't want to remember it that, you know, I, I wanted to leave it behind me. 
So to go to that weekend and, and have a graduation ceremony and, and salute my flag and stand and remember, you know, remember the, the standards of uh, respect to the flag. And, and uh, I hadn't done it in so long. And to, to be able to do that and get that back and that sense of knowing that I didn't disgrace that uniform, other people did that, was huge. And um, we do have, uh, I, I think it's always the Legion post-18 here in Milwaukee that comes and does their um, the flag service with us and they're they're fantastic I've made I've made some lifelong friends one of the guys is on the board um, it, it that was a huge component and I know there are other veterans that left the same way because I hear from them and they they um, you know don't want anybody to know what they did or that they were a part of it because they don't want all those insensitive questions and 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 things to come back to them in a negative way but to get that experience was huge for me and I hear people today still say wow I haven't saluted the flag or had that opportunity to be proud to be you know to have pride in what I did in a long time and that that was full circle for me it was huge all right well we're going to go ahead with a break you're listening to the american heroes network radio powered by voice america on a variety channel and we'll be right back Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Kim and Patricia. Uh, tell us a little bit about how one can go ahead and donate. Uh, and you mentioned before that you can go to either, either uh, uh, site for that. Why don't you give us more detail on it? Sure. Um, you can go to healingwarriorhearts.org, and there's a button that uh, says Donate, and that, that's for financial contribution to help us continue to 
heal the veterans who so so badly need it. And then also in um, Texas, it's uh, texasforheroes.org. And also there you, you can donate. There's a registration link there. You can sign up to, to uh, do the retreat in Houston. And it also has all the dates for Milwaukee as well. Um, we didn't talk about it, but there's a couples retreat too um, sure, that was very, very important. My husband and I went through, and um, it was the first time in so long that we spoke about the unspeakable, and uh, healing began for him too. So uh, if, if someone's struggling in their marriage and uh, PTSD and, and you, want, you really need that resource, not a lot of places uh, do that, but in Houston and once, uh, occasionally in Wisconsin we'll have the couples once a year, we'll have um, the couples in uh, usually Oshkosh, Wisconsin, and um, those are very powerful to um, to have two people that are dealing with uh, one traumatic person, and for them both to be aware of what the other one is going through. That's huge. So um, we we welcome any amount, and we're grateful for any help. And um, I I can't say enough for giving us the time to spread this word today. Um, I am one of those ambassadors that you spoke about earlier. I went through and um, turned around, and two weeks later I went and did the camp retreat and started staffing, and I've only missed one in the last three years. And, boy, did I ever feel that, that miss and that longing of being in that that it's a love cocoon. That's just what it is. So, um, but I've enjoyed talking with you, and um, I just want to say to everyone, have a good day, and I'll refer to Patricia. Okay. Well, Patricia, I'd like to yes. find out uh, you were an author and co-author of uh, Taking It Lightly. Why don't you tell us about that? That's a book that you wrote, right? Well, actually, Taking It Lightly is another program, a weekend retreat program for civilians. So it's actually an opportunity for the civilian spouse, if one of the two in a couple is uh, one's a vet and one's a civilian, um, the civilian spouse can have an opportunity to come and go through a similar kind of program and talk about their emotional challenges and do some emotional healing work. And Taking It Lightly is also offered for young adults, so children who are old enough to do that kind of work can also participate. So. Um, we have opportunities for the entire family um, or community to be doing healing work. Um, and I have written several other books. One is called Speaking of Success, and another one co-authored a book called So What Do You Do? and a 12-workbook series called Claim Your Unlimited Potential. So I'm getting it out there every way I can. <laughs> All right. All right. And Kim? Yes. Did you have anything? Well, what I'm going to do, we're getting very, very close. We only do have a couple of minutes left. It was a pleasure having both of you on the show today. And let's start off with Kim. What would you like to share with our listeners in closing, Kim? Um, if, I thought about that, and I think the most important thing for me to say, if I want to make the, the biggest bang for the buck or uh, the biggest impact is... Um, don't suffer in silence anymore. I did that for a long time, and I, I look at it as wasted time. Um, I don't want to waste any more time. I don't want anybody, you know, I think about it like this. Um, one of my jobs, I worked in, um, in a hospital, and I had, um, had occasion to uh, send, uh, well, I, I, I'm not going to be graphic, but people who were deceased to funeral parlors, and I can remember seeing them and thinking, this person has a story. 
This person right. has a life. This person has memories. This per- person has all of these things. Unless they speak about it, it, it's not shared. No one knows, and they take it with them. I don't want to take these horrible things with me. I want to take the good things with me. I want to share the good things. I want people to have good things to say. So really, it's all about love. And I'm, I can go on again forever. So I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to stop myself. But um, <laughs> yeah, thank you again. Thank you. Patricia? Well, I think the thing that I would like to share is that a memory, not a memory, but a reminder, rather, that only 1% of our population serves in the military, and they go through a lot to do that, um, whether it's combat or not. And so it's really important to um, honor that and to know that anyone who has served at the military in any level is welcome in the work that we do and I hope that all the civilians out there who happen to be hearing this will reach out to someone that they know of who might be hurting emotionally and um, share information about Healing Warrior Hearts and also just simply be a compassionate, non-judgmental listening ear for someone whose heart is hurting. So thank you um, for this opportunity to share about our work and thank you both for your service. And to all the veterans out there, thank you so much for the gifts that you've given in so many ways that people really don't see or recognize much of the time. Thank you. Well, thank you. And Bill? Well, ladies, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy day to come in and let our listening audience around the world know about the great work that you're doing out there. Keep up the good work, and I'm sure those ambassadors that you're producing from the program are going to refer people there, and you'll always have uh, something to offer. And, and I would imagine if there's volunteers out there with services that can help you that you're interested in using them also. Absolutely. There's place to sign up on the website or to email us and tell us how they'd like to be involved. All right. Well, thanks, ladies, and thanks to all our listeners and supporters, and remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, on an any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, along with my co-host, Bill, and our guest, Kim and Patricia. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Be safe out there. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Family.